This is Airwaves, tuned in. A daily source of interviews, insights and info. Every day at Iceland Airwaves Music Festival in Reykjavik, Iceland. Made possible by Einstuk Beer, Reykjavik Grapevine and Iceland Air. Day three of Iceland Airwaves 2019 in Reykjavik, Iceland. I'm Tim Pogo and it's uh, lunchtime-ish or for Airwaves people, late breakfast time. <laughs> but uh, I decided, what the hell, I'm going already for a beer. Uh, hanging out with Jan from Umbeser. Hey man, hey man. Sir, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. You went with a large coffee. Yeah. I, smart. Yeah. I, I don't think it actually counts as a large coffee. It just counts as a tub of coffee, I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're hanging out at Pricketh. Uh, you 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 chose to meet me here uh, because, well, I mean, this is for anyone who's new to Reykjavik. This is an institution, right? Been around for generations. Oh yeah, yeah. This is like this is the spot for uh, for me and for us for for the band uh, to hang out, meet fr- meet friends, and meet other people from the scene. And they also have the best atmosphere like in town. Because you walk in and it doesn't matter if you're here for the first time or the thousandth, you're home. Like, it's so nice. And they have great food as well. The food <laughs> so, is good. Yeah. It's a, a, a bar. It's a coffee shop. It's a late night party spot on weekends. Yeah. And does it all. Like, yeah, you can come here also like on a, at a Sunday noon and just order a bowl of Cocoa Puffs and a tab of Alka-Seltzer. Like they take care of you. <laughs> they take care of you. I'll need that by Sunday. <laughs> and you know, in in a world not just Reykjavik, it happens anywhere, where those sort of congregation spots, you know, back in the day it was record shops, that's kinda of coming back again, you know, but some of these old school venues that get torn down for development, whatever else. It, yeah. We're running short on these sort of communal places, aren't we? Definitely. Definitely. And uh I feel like it's it's happening faster here in Reykjavik like uh, these past I don't know five years I've witnessed the demolishment of three venues at least but there's always something that'll that'll take its place but I don't want to see those places go man I know I know I really don't I really don't Geikerin is hanging on thank god Oh yeah, that's a, that's a classic. That's a legendary venue. Yeah yeah uh, hey while, while we're on the topic of that across the street from Geikerin is uh, Fredrickson Alehouse Good spot in itself. Used to be an Airways venue for a handful mm-hmm, of years as well. Mm-hmm. We, of course, are brought to you uh, by Reykjavik Grapevine, by Einstuk Beer, by Iceland Air, and Einstuk decided to uh, kick up the action a little bit and do a special for you guys, for you folks out there listening to Airways Tuned In, two-for-one happy hour. You go in, you mention Airwaves Tuned In, the Iceland Airwaves Daily Podcast, and they're going to hook you up with some sweet deals. That's a steal of Not a deal. Bad. Yeah. That is a steal of a deal. And, uh, oh, and don't forget, uh, we're still it's still going on. The hashtag for all of your stuff you're posting up to score the goodie bag is hashtag Grape Waves. So, Einstuk oh. has loaded these bags with beers, of course, cool glasses, beer glasses, um, 66 North has kicked in the hats and the gloves and things like that. Bad Taste Records. Smeklisa. Yes. Smeklisa. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I wasn't yeah, too you bad. You nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. They've got vinyl. They've got CDs in these things. And you want one of these things. We want to send you home with extra swag. So what you do is use the hashtag Grape Waves and post a photo on Instagram or something like that. Use your favorite social media and you show us why you should be one of the people to snag one of these goodie bags. Be creative. You can do it. We had some good ones last year. Someone that won one last year, I mean, I'm not suggesting you try this at home this year, but someone had an accident or something like that, was in hospital, sent a selfie from there, and they're like, yep, and they won. Well, yeah. 
You, yeah, you do it for the gram. That's like, yeah. you gotta you gotta do it for the gram. <laughs> uh, all right, Jan. So Unmisser, you guys, uh, well, you, you kicked things off right away, night number one, right at yeah. the art museum. Yeah, yeah, the big venue here. Yeah, we uh, yeah we closed the art, art museum off on Wednesday, uh, right after Orville Peck actually. Man, he was good. He was so good. He's so beautiful. What were you expecting to see from him? Was what you expected? Or oh yeah, it was it was what I expected. I like I've been following him since since the release of Pony, and I've been like I've been anxious to see him. And then when he was announced, I I kind of cried. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. And uh, yeah, he was everything I hoped for him to be. So if you kind of cried when you saw him on the lineup, yes. What was your reaction then when you realized? We're gonna follow him <laughs> at the same venue. It was it was uh, it was a lot of non-breathing sounds. I don't know how to uh, yeah like, <laughs> yeah a lot of those. But yeah, of course, when he when he hit the stage, I stood there in the front row like with this with this childlike smirk on my face, and I I couldn't wipe it off. So it was hard to get into get into a bit of a character know, for, right? uh, for yeah. our show, but okay. straight face, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as soon as I put that turtleneck on, it, it was okay. It nice. was okay. Yeah. Growing up around here, and presumably being at a bunch of airwaves in years past, what was that moment like to be like, "Oh crap, we're headlining a night here at the biggest venue"? Uh it's well, it's been a it, like it, it it has been a dream of mine to to be playing the bigger venues of Iceland Airwaves for quite some time, and. And actually, like in our huddle before our, before the gig, I, I mentioned like, yeah, this is it. This is the art museum. We've talked about this since 2016, and we're doing it, and we're gonna kill it. And it was, yeah, it was exactly that. Like we we did it. Like, yeah. We played it, and now we're just aiming for the bigger venues. Like we're <laughs> yeah. doing Valsat someday. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Go for it, man. So you guys haven't been on for that long. Debut album came out this year, correct? Yeah, actually, just November 1st. Like it just brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. Very good. Congratulations. Thank you so much. The reception that the album has had is quite phenomenal, actually. And uh, everybody, uh, not everybody, but people seem to like it. <laughs> I mean, people are listening. So that's that's kind of enough for that's me. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that. I don't. I don't care about the five star ratings or or the ten out of tens. Just people are listening. They're listening to the music that we're making yeah. and we're we're throwing out there. So that's cool. If that's you're making tires cool. and people put them on their cars, it's, yeah, that, you I don't, don't care, care if you, about the how much you love them. The fact they're yeah. on your car, I'm happy. Right? <laughs> Talk about. I would think hardcore scenes, for lack of a better term, mm. in different parts of the world, all seem to have something in common where it's not just an audible sound, not just a musical style. It's a lifestyle. Say. Well, community. yeah. I mean, it is a community, uh, definitely. Actually, it doesn't matter if it's hardcore anymore or death metal or whatever. It, it, I think it's all become quite inclusive. But it is true. The hardcore community has quite the bigger root. And, I mean, that goes all the way back to Minor Threat and the Bad Brains and Veganism, PMA and, and Straight Edge and all those, all those subgenres. And, yeah, you can feel that all around the world. And even here in Iceland... I mean, it is a small community here in Iceland, but it is a community. So, and that's that's kind of nice. You can always go to a show and you know that you're going to know someone. Yeah, that's, and feel welcomed. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, can I swear? Of course, yeah. All right. Well, if you're a piece of shit, then you're not. Then you're not <laughs> at all welcome. Yes, so yes. I, yeah. Which, which ought to go, you know, for yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. you might be. Yeah. Yeah. If you um, if you like to hurt people yeah. that don't like to be hurt, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a, you're not yes. invited. <laughs> Are you guys straight edge or some of you or uh, I am. Okay. Well, 
except for the coffee maybe yeah yeah Caffeine's, but like you know. that's yeah Ian yeah. McKay would probably slap the shit out of me but <laughs> I don't know I don't care was that maybe sort of like starting out like your outlet or your your place to connect with people or uh, acceptance no actually I was um, I've not always been straight edge uh, I I, uh, I claimed edge back in 2016 uh, when I got sober I am a drug addict and alcoholic and uh, but I haven't touched the stuff since uh, 2016 and I felt that like becoming sober was one thing and that kind of opened up a lot of doors for me and my outlet and what I had to do to maintain that sobriety but when I when I thought about it like yeah I just I I don't want to just keep myself sober I want to I want to help people I want to get it out there and and I have like I have a microphone like I have a microphone so yeah, Straight Edge and the community that it brought kind of seemed very fitting. But it has also helped me with my creati- creativity and outlet. And like one song off the album is uh, is my attempt at a Straight Edge anthem. <laughs> Which one? Uh, it's called Failures, actually. Okay. Yeah. Do you find yourself then connecting with fans, fans coming to you, going through the same things? Yes, actually. Uh, and it's getting, and it's becoming like more and more Uh we were playing at Dylan uh, early October and and a kid or like kid 18 19 years old who, who's been coming to our shows like quite consistently since he was like 16 17 he came to me after the show like hey man uh, I just made a decision of I'm not gonna drink and I, I want to thank you for like for uh, for keeping me and my mindset straight and stuff like that and I was like holy shit kind of cried but in a good way yeah yeah, yeah in the best that of means ways. something yeah, yeah yeah and and to have that like i don't know would the would validation be the right word for it yeah validation for the message that we are trying to send and i am talking about is it's quite phenomenal and i don't think there's anything like it except maybe in golf but i'm not a <laughs> golfer so i wouldn't know <laughs> you know but you know what though that kid and the way his life will now proceed from this point forward, I think probably means a lot more to the world than a hole in one. So yeah, probably. Right. probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that has to be an absolute incredible feeling and not in a, Oh, I'm such a good guy. I'm a superhero kind of way. Just in a, wow, I feel that right here. I'm pointing yeah. right in my chest kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a, like I'm with you dude. Yeah. Then, then like this is because of me. It's more of a, I'm with you and like, yeah, let's do it together. Awesome. So you guys play again tonight, correct? Yes, we uh, we have a set at Hard Rock Cafe at actually two a.m. So after midnight, for those of the, for those of the listeners that saw us on Wednesday, uh, we will not be doing the same set. Oh, nice! Uh, we are chucking out all the uh, all the all the sad slow songs, and uh, we are doing what we like to call a fight set. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be about 40 minutes of just powering through, plow, a lot of fight, angry music. At 2 a.m., no At less. At 2 a.m. No one's going to sleep. No, no. <laughs> well, except for, the, except for those who go all in in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yes. Yeah. They will <laughs> be, be like, having an early uh, night. Okay, yeah. here's my pillow. <laughs> uh, fantastic. They are called Un Maser Jan. Awesome, man. Thanks for hanging. Thanks Thank for being you so much for having and, uh, me, man. Taking some time. And uh, good luck, man. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you so Back much. Back to Yeah. Back <laughs>
There's more. Airwaves tuned in. Hanging out at the industry portion of Iceland Airwaves 2019. There's panels, there's seminars, there's discussions going on. It's it's a, it's a buzzing place, and uh, it's where I happen to bump into my next guest, Maria Roots, Rena's daughter. Yes. She. Uh, this is. Oh, I feel very fancy speaking with a, a city official. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually am. Yeah. It's Reykjavik Music City. Is your organization. How about you talk quickly first, describe to people what it is you guys are, what you do. Yep. So, yes, I'm, I feel that I'm really privileged. Uh, and what this project is about, it's about the whole music scene. So how the city can support the music scene more, uh, creating a framework, supporting a thriving music scene in the city all around. Uh, and everything, everything comes to play here. So it's from the music schools and the school bands, all the festivals, the artists, just the whole scene. So it's really exciting. It's obviously Reykjavik is a music city and it has been a music city for a very long time. But this just means that there's someone at the city uh, focusing solely on music and how we can support the, the scene. And also, yes, the interaction uh, with you know, people that want to travel here, either for, you know, to experience the music scene or maybe even to work in the industry or record music or do, you know, whatever music-related stuff here. Because traditionally, that whole section of the population and the arts was kind of, was forgotten by most cities and their governments and things like that. It's like they're more of a nuisance. They're, they're the loud neighbors, right? As opposed to being sort of nurtured and, and, and brought along. But this is the sort of city, you know, that that happens in, right? It's, it's kind of always been supportive of that? Yes, I think so. I mean... In, in many ways, the, the structure around the music scene is pretty... Uh, it's, it's not that big, but I don't know. The way people just appreciate music is, is really there. And it's also interesting with a project like this, it's actually initiated by the mayor himself. So it's not like the music scene is fighting that you know they want a project like this within the city, that there's someone who is focusing on them. It just comes from the top. But you know, a lot more can be done, obviously. Almost more importantly at this moment also, but it, of course it all hangs together, is just focusing on the local scene. Because when, you, when you're talking about, I don't know, music tourism or getting people to come over, I think it's really important to have a vibrant and authentic music scene, which we have. But there are some struggles and challenges as well. For example, the venues in the city. And this is not unique to, to Reykjavik. This is happening in many places. So due to gentrification and you know, all the tourism, you know, spaces for artists where creativity takes place, uh, live music venues or rehearsal spaces, uh, these are closing down. So this is one of the things that we are focusing quite a lot on. From a city and government level, had they kind of seen over these 20 plus years of Iceland Airways, like, wow, all these people come here from all these places. Maybe we really ought to get behind our music scene and make this stronger and more of an attractive place, right? Yes. And I, I know that, you know, uh, it's really crucial that we have you know, good places for live music. That's key. Reykjavik is now a part of like, a, like an international network of, of music cities, uh, along with eight other cities. Uh, no city in North America, but it's Sydney, it's Nantes in France, it's Groningen in the Netherlands, Berlin, Hamburg, Manchester, focusing on, uh, on the music scene, trying to nurture that, and they appreciate in this um, global environment where you can have you know young uh, people educated people they can basically just choose wherever they want to live so what do they look into when they're choosing where where do I want to visit or where do I want to go and live you know it's the cultural scene it's the Mm -hmm. music scene things that are going on so this also matters for cities that they are uh, competitive in that sense that they are innovative and that they are cultural cities yeah 
So if you're here at Iceland Airwaves, it's great that all these people are here this week. But if you if you visit Iceland any other time of the year, yes. you know, get in there, see some music when you're visiting anytime. Of course, do that. I mean, Reykjavik has so much to offer. I know that we have, there's a challenge for us that we have to make uh, events in the city more accessible. If you come here in other times, it's sometimes difficult to find things that are going on. So this is something that we're also working on, uh, making it easier for, for people coming from abroad to find things that are going on. But yes, please, I mean, come and check out the music scene. Uh, go to a venue, uh, listen to the local music, just drop in and see what is happening uh, and support them. These are, this is like the foundation of the live music scene. And, you know, if you don't have that, you know, <laughs> we don't Except have a scene. Nothing. So yes. this is where it all starts. Go see a live show and you'll probably see Maria hanging out there too. Say hi to her. Thank you. You're with Airwaves. Tuned in from Instant Beer, Reykjavik Grapevine, and Iceland Air. It's Elda from Stars and Rabbit. Hello, how are you? Hi. Welcome to Iceland. Thank you. Thank you so much. I had to talk to you this week because okay. I'm looking through the lineup, and every year, so many different artists that I have never been exposed to before from all parts of the world. I bet. Get booked in this festival, and mm-hmm. I say, oh, I need to check them out. So when I saw, wow, there's a group from Indonesia, which is the first group from Indonesia to ever play at Iceland Airways, I said, I need to meet them. Like, thank you so much for recognize, um, recognize us. Oh, my pleasure. What was the feeling when you found out you're going to play this festival and come to Iceland? Well, honestly, I can't still even process it. <laughs> like, even, After you're home, am I sinking, right? Yeah, yeah. I still, I just, I still can't believe it. And I, I really don't know how to express it. I don't know. It's so crazy. Like, this is the furthest. The farthest, the furthest, mm-hmm. like we've ever played so far. It's so crazy. I mean, Indonesia is the ve- a very tropical, summery, every day is like the sun and everything. And then we had to go like, <laughs> everybody were, was like, Iceland, what are you guys <laughs> doing? Iceland, we're so proud. And then everybody back home feels so proud. I don't know, at least people like far, far away, like half of this world mm-hmm. is getting to know Indonesia yeah. a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're the ambassador. I know, like sort of ambassador. <laughs> but the musical yes. ambassador. Did you have to go out and buy a parka or something? Because this is not the sort of weather. Oh my God, I had to, to borrow. To <laughs> I had to borrow everybody who, ha- who, who owns parka. Like the parka, the sweaters, and then the, the like thick clothes and everything. Like it's so crazy. And I had to prepare. How is it, how is it gonna be? How cold is it gonna be? <laughs> okay, now we get it. Yeah. We get now, it. Did you get around the city at all? Have you seen anything? Well, we only had um, a little bit of time, but just to look around the neighborhood, like I noticed the difference of the, the plants. Not much flowers you can see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know the soil and then the color, the the buildings. The it's just so different, so mute, it's muted. It's because it's so different back home. Like yep. it's very vibrant. I don't know how to explain it to you. A lot of gray. A lot of definitely. And then you started to see colorful that this popping colors from the tiny houses and then it makes it so contrast and so something you need to experience it's just it's it's new for me and the ducks birds and the ducks oh my god i cried and then this morning i watched the 
they all gathered gathered together and then the, uh, in in the I don't know it's just something I've never seen and then I cried my mind can't wrapped my mind oh you you know what I mean yeah 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 okay I'm taking it slowly starting from different uh, from little things mm-hmm. it's easier for me to to cope with Slowly. Yeah, okay. then you can ramp up from there. Yes. Yeah. And then, then a couple days you can up. go climb a volcano or something like yes, that. Yes, <laughs> maybe. I will. I got to say, I'm someone who loves music. I love all sorts of music from all over the place. I admit, I don't really know much music from Indonesia. I don't really know what yeah. something would sound like from Indonesia until I heard you guys. Describe <laughs> what it's like there. Is it a vibrant scene? Is there, are there a lot of other acts? Is there a lot of people out there playing shows, recording music? Oh my god, you just mentioned it all. Um So it's happening there. It is happening there. It's so crazy how many shows you can get in every week. There's music show everywhere and it's spreading out. It's not just in the big cities. Okay. Of Indonesia. It used to be like maybe 10 years ago, 5 years ago, maybe it's centered in Jakarta, Bandung, uh Yogyakarta. Jogja, maybe Bali, but recently all of the islands in Indonesia is getting independently brave enough to make their own music shows and then the bands start to showing up in the surface and you can find so many different genres that you maybe you've never heard before. the traditional the modern ones the mix in betweens and i wondered about that your country by its very nature is massively spread out massively different in every little area you go to i couldn't <laughs> couldn't imagine it being any kind of cohesive sort of music so like you describe it's all over the place now it's all over the place i'm so proud to the fact that they don't feel oh i have to go to the I have to go to Jakarta to make music or I have to go to Bandung to make my music. They brave enough to you know to have that sort of level of confidence that mm-hmm. they're no longer dependent on I have to go to Jakarta and then find some producer and then try to you know to to make my music. No. They already made it back home and then they go to Jakarta to this is my music. Everybody should Shatir. Are these artists, especially in the outlying areas or islands and not the big cities, are, is this a new thing for them to find this voice and this outlet to be creative, be artistic? I mean, because society and not all parts of your country, exactly. society isn't accepting of that, correct? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's also a new thing, though. It's changing. All the major media and then ecosystem, ecosystem of the industry didn't really support the variety of the music that spread out in the around the country they keep indulging us with the same thing with the okay uh same music the same kind of genre and then they try to brainwash us with just that oh th- this that. is the approved this type is, of music yes, that you can have exactly. okay okay and then this underground people musicians and then creative people uh they're trying to make their move silently 
for the past five years underground and then the grassroots a community it starts to showing up out in the open now out in the open now and then somehow uh, even the media is starting to notice what is happening and this is such a good news It's an exciting time exactly. to be exciting time. a creative person, yeah. a musician, and yes, artist this in is, Indonesia. This is the time. This is the time. Yeah, and pretty soon, people around the world will be tuning in more exactly. to the music of your country. Yeah, and I think you're the one to lead the way. Yeah, that's also <laughs> kind of exciting. You know, I, I'm I'm quite proud of of Stars and Rabbit. I just want to travel like as much as the music can stretch. And this is how far it can stretch, apparently. Pretty far so far. Pretty far so far. I hope it's just the beginning for you. I really hope so too, Bogo. <laughs> oh! Yes. Elda, how do Hugo. I say, how do I say, here they say Takhtarath. How do I say thank you in your language? Terima kasih. Terima kasih? Perfect. Stars and rabbits, folks. It's a, a true pleasure to meet you and speak with you. The pleasure thank is you. mine. Thank you, Pogo. That'll do it for another episode of Airwaves Tuned In. Don't forget, it's your last chance to use the hashtag GrapeWaves because Reykjavik Grapevine and Ainstrick Beer have teamed up to sponsor us and uh, load up goodie bags with you guys for with Ainstrick Beer, with uh, 66 North hats and gloves. Actually, Elda can use some of those. Maybe we need to give you one of the goodie bags. Um, the hats and gloves. The uh, Schmecklisa has the albums and CDs. So uh, use the hashtag GrapeWaves. Put up an Instagram post uh, depicting why you should be chosen. And it's your last chance to score that. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. Elda, thanks. Yeah. been Airwaves, tuned in. Delivered to you daily by Instant Beer, Reykjavik Grapevine, and Iceland Air. We're back tomorrow with more from Iceland Airways Music Festival in Reykjavik, Iceland.